know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Reach for the stars. You had a goal, but not that many, because you're the only one. I'll give you good and plenty. Super Nintendo, Nintendo. Sega, Sega Genesis. Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, oh. I couldn't picture picture. this birthdays was the worst days (laughs) continue champagne when we're thirsty it's it's continue podcast summer vacation summer vacation episode welcome everybody who Uh, is there anybody even in like i'm i know we started early uh but is there anybody like actually watching us? There's a couple. They're human beings in the chat. I think. Hi. It says that there are five people watching, but I. Oh, it won't let me look at it because I'm I'm just a normal guy. You're just a here. norm. Wait. <laughs> yeah, a norm. A norm core. Uh, hi everybody. Welcome to what is technically continue podcast episode 118. My name is Anthony John Agnello, and with me is uh, Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. I'm vibrating off of the ground right now. Yeah, uh, it's it's a good. It's, it's been a good afternoon. A really, it's a rich, a rich, sultry afternoon of video game nonsense. Yeah, uh, after like just abject banality. <laughs> yeah. Just bullshit, just horrid nonsense for weeks at a time. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, so like, like I saw someone tweet, like someone from Kotaku tweet that like like this not E three just had real like this could have been done in a memo energy or like an email energy. <laughs> this could have been in an email. Yeah. But like that said, I I actually said this. And I think a lot of people agreed. Water like, on my shirt. Excuse me. What what Sorry. what was the primary difference between this not E3 and actual E3, other than no one gave the ESA hundreds of millions of dollars for nothing? So I, I honestly I feel people are like, oh, we need to bring E3 back. No, like, we don't. I've couple, <laughs> no, I've seen a couple of texts go like, we we because we need like the we need the the bomb it's like no the problem isn't the event i mean the problem is the event in that it doesn't need to exist because nothing's fucking ready yet exactly nothing's ready yet nothing's fucking ready nothing to show the ending of yeah the ending of last key three had elden ring yeah it exploded. <laughs> the ending of this year's was the last of us part one which by the way the audacity <laughs> of me, like, I I have to appreciate it. Um, I man, I like I I wonder like because Jim Ryan is such a craven monster that that like I know that this probably came from him. At the same time, you can totally imagine Neil Druckmann fucking neck deep in a micro dose weekend being like i got it man i know just got done drinking a gallon of raw water (laughs) (laughs) just just went through a case of liquid death water i pay for my i pay for my water i'm neil Druckmann. neil Druckmann pays for his water don't you get it i made joel uh and just thinking like oh man i'm gonna make it part one Cause I'm a fucking badass. Like, yeah. I mean, like I, I do. Like, it is, it is dumb, but I do respect it because it is dumb. Like, cause it's like, <laughs> what? Like, of course, of course, of course. But that they actually, I don't know. Like, 
on the one hand, uh, seven, 70 United States dollars for uh, from a ground up remake. Not to say that there's not work that goes into it. Not to say that like because you look at the side by sides and it's like they clearly made these characters look way more in line with like Last of Us Part Two, where they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. a lot more real looking. Like they don't look like video game characters. They look like people. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. Which is good. Yeah, I but, had forgotten. So, like, I saw a side-by-side. And call, call me crazy, Dave. When you see a <laughs> side-by-side com- the graphics comparison for a game, don't you assume that the old thing is going to be on the left and the new thing is going to be on the right? <laughs> of course. Am because, I a fucking dickhead? Be, no, the- be, so, so the way that, <laughs> th- that, you know, outside of, you know... Eastern cultures, uh, Middle East, that sort of thing, where they read like right to left or top right. to bottom. No, like when when you're presenting to an American audience, Americans read left to right. That's it. And time moves forward. It's linear. <laughs> so when you combine the two things, I, I can see why you would make that assumption. Yes, you you could see where that from whence it came. So when I saw. The like official, you know, the official art being like, here is, you know, a comparison between The Last of Us Part One and The Last of Us Remastered. I wasn't prepared for the fact that the last, like, the new thing would be on the left. And I was like, oh, great. So I guess the big change they made is they turned Ellie into a creepy fucking anime baby. And that's like <laughs> the, the big innovation is that now a- Ellie looks like some kind of hey, insane. Guys. Neil Druckmann's been playing a lot of Hatsune Miku lately. (laughs) Ellie the VTuber is uh, up in the house. He's very excited about this new direction for this. (laughs) But then somebody pointed out, they're like, no, that's you, you idiot. That's the, you're looking at the, the creepy anime baby is dumb, dumb. You fucking moron. (laughs) You fucking moron. (laughs) You rube. (laughs) You, you cad. Uh, Guys, I'm uh, the there. Moment. We go. Now I remember what I'm doing. I had to. It had took me a minute to remember how to play Paprium. We should. All right. Look, before we continue on discussing with the day's events, let's explain to people what the hell is happening. Uh, okay. So it's just it's just me and Dave on the episode Susan today. Is off on a magical adventure. Susan is national treasure style, trying to find uh, <laughs> Uncle Walt's lost gold <laughs> down underneath Epcot Center. Uh, <laughs> along with his frozen head along with his frozen anti-semitic head oh. uh, she's gonna get down there it's gonna be like Wolfenstein the new order like right well, like, <laughs> well Walt Disney's head is inside of a robot spider body yes exactly and she's I, just gotta like kick it with her steel toed boots to death yes because she ran out of ammo but first you must get past Kathleen Kennedy's tide of mediocrity it's <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> you'll never defeat our bullshit um yeah honestly i every single time i watch an episode of obi-wan kenobi now i just picture george lucas walking it watching it at home talking to himself in the mirror being like i bet they miss me now wow <laughs> you never realize like the, the end of uh <laughs> the end of dodgeball where there's yeah. a very fat ben stiller <laughs> yeah, exactly fucking chuck norris you bet you all miss me now um yes susan is at disney world uh taking a much needed vacation 
And rather than uh, record a usual episode... Well, because you'll, you'll be gone next week. Yes. I don't, uh, I don't go anywhere. I'm not going I mean, nowhere. So. I'm going to get on this robot and attack people. So we decided to have some fun. And uh, we were originally going to play the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which, if you believe the internet, is literally going to save modern society. Like, it's the it's song the from Bill and Ted's song. Of, of, yes. Yeah, of video games, yes. Um, but, but then... It looks neat. It looks great. And I, I will be playing it later th- tonight. You better believe it. Uh, but the Discord, the Continue Podcast membership requested something else uh they requested a game that by rights shouldn't exist called paprium i still don't really know what i'm looking at here i well we're doing it we're doing it right now this is the watermelon games developed took i think seven full years to come out after they took pre-orders uh this is a uh original Sega Genesis game developed by a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> developed by a fucking lunatic named Fonzie. Uh, who, Watermelon Games was known for making a uh, ge- like Genesis role-playing game around yeah. 2010 called Pure, Pure Solar. Pure Solar, right? Yes. Pure Solar, yeah, okay. And this and was... They made it for everything. It was like, it was on Dreamcast. They made it for like... So eventually... Genesis and um, Sega CD. Yes. Where it, like it actually used both of them together in a way like yeah. no other... Like it's built to do that, but no game took advantage of it. But because Fonzie is a weirdo... <laughs> He's a nut bar. <laughs> he did. Yeah, like it's so... They, they This guy, Fonzie, he's a French game developer who's out of his gourd, and <laughs> he's obsessed with the Sega Genesis, and Pure Solar came out of him wanting to make a an original Sega Genesis RPG, and so they actually made it, and they did like an initial run of like 200 cartridges, and that was like the only way to play it originally. And then in around 2014, they put it out for everything. They were like, you can get a Dreamcast disc, and you can get all these other things. And they used the fundraising from that to make... He was like, I'm going to make the most graphically intensive, like, definitive beat-em-up for the Sega Genesis. And he took many people's money. (laughs) (laughs) He took a lot of human beings' money, including me. I gave that man seventy dollars in twenty thirteen. I mean, if like it, it, like any investment, it could it could have gone poorly. It could, yes. Uh, but <laughs> now, but because it didn't, uh, you, if you decided to resell this, you could make a pretty penny. I, right? I could, yeah, like, it, like you, get, you easily re- get a return on your investment, but but far and away, like I could sell this Which copy is, for five hundred dollars right now. I hate talking about video games like <laughs> I know, that i know it's so bad why is it why is a, a loose copy of metroid fusion a hundred dollars I, I don't have an answer for you it's important to acknowledge too that like he took everybody's money and then made a trailer for this in like 2016 or 2015 and was like yeah man we're doing it it's crazy there's gonna be oh it's gonna happen and then they vanished like Watermelon Games' site went offline. Their Facebook page stopped being updated. Like, and then the they only... just ghosted. They ghosted. And the only thing that anybody could get out of this guy, Fonzie, was, like, he appeared at one point in 2018 
and was like, I'm going to show a build at a private party in Paris. And he was like, the only reason we had to go dark is PayPal froze all of our assets. <laughs> and we can't even have the money to, to make the game. And like, that was it. Everybody was just like, all right, well, we all got scammed. Uh, what's, the, <laughs> what's the past tense of getting scammed? Is it scrumped? Like, we got scrumped. Uh, and But then, in... <laughs> In December of 2020, I and a few other people in the yeah, world... very limited amount of people. ...got an email that was just like, your copy of Paprium is shipping soon. That's it. There was no, like, specific. Like, like it, there wasn't even an announcement, right? Yes, like, it was no just, announcement. You, you just got an email. Yes. And then, I like, but, like, the email was unresponded. Like, there was no tracking number. There's no information. It was just like, yeah, you'll get it. And it was like, wh well, when? <laughs> what? And it was about six weeks later that I uh, went outside to get my mail. And there was a box with this game in it, a functioning video game. And uh, it was in a cardboard box with a screed. Should we read some of the screed, Dave? We've done it on the show before. But should we, yeah. should we give... All right, hold on. Here is a. While, while you're getting that ready, I I want to say like this is very reminiscent. Like other than the fact that they didn't take anyone's money, um, one of the games that they did show at the the not E3 that I'm actually really excited about is a game called Routine, which is like this very like 80s tinged horror game set in a desolate space station. But the thing is, is like I remember seeing an alpha tra trailer of that game. Before I started covering video games professionally, I was yeah. still in college. Dude, what is this game? Like, there's so, like a robot picks a dude up and threatens his yeah, mom. Yeah, like, or... it just, it, it, it blew up the internet with a really solid, like, alpha gameplay trailer. And then they disappeared for four years. <laughs> and then they showed up again with another, like, longer trailer showing off more gameplay. And it was like, oh, we're really excited about this. And then they disappeared again. Like, yeah, I think that was like 2017, oh 2016, when they showed that second one, and then just disappeared again. And now, like, Raw Fury is publishing, which again, you know, like, there's another game that they showed at E3 that isn't getting published because there's a whole fiasco with a developer, and it sounds like he ran out of funding. And anyway, are they are like in a bad way, or are they just oh, uh... like 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 the guy like the like immediately it was that one I forget what it's called, but it was like this like cyberpunk looking side scrolling game that they oh, showed. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And like immediately after that trailer dropped, someone was like, "Yeah, milkshake duck." This guy turns out he had like GamerGate adjacent. Oh no! Stuff. Yeah. So so apparently that game still says to be. Like release date TBD, but we'll, I'll believe that when yeah. I see it. But this one, like they have a Steam page now. They're being published by Raw Fury. Um, Mitt Gordon is involved. Yeah, the Doom composer, which is awesome. Which I, I don't know if he's like in a production role on this or what, where he was just like, he saw this game was like, this has to happen. I can't <laughs> let this project die. And was just like, give them the Doom money. Um <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, Alejandro Pro in the chat says the last night. That was the name of the game. Didn't um, didn't Mick Gordon have some kind of falling out with it? Oh yeah, over Doom yeah, Eternal. Not, I don't know what the hell not, happened they, there. They did not bring him back to do Doom Eternal. Oh boy. 
Um, I don't know the full story of it, but yeah, it sounds like the there were not like not great terms. Mm, man, uh, it's a shame the soundtrack for yeah. 2016 rules. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, he's he's got this thing going now, and that game looks it looks sick. Uh, again, I like like Paprium. <laughs> I will believe it exists when I have it downloaded on my computer. All right, all right, hold on. I got it. You ready? This, this, I want to, I want, I want the font size to be on camera here. Everybody can see this. Okay, nobody can see it because you're in a tiny. Oh, I'm so I'm really board. tiny. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hold on. I can put your I'll, face on the on the dang feed. Hold on. I can, I just I just realized nobody can see me. I didn't. Uh, Right. It's just it's just my my just big head. face talking just to Dave. a Hey, uh, <laughs> what's going on? View together mode. No, together don't give me that. Head. Show my talking head. Show myself in the grid. There, hey, there's hey, there it the is. The grid. There you uh, welcome to the grid. <laughs> CGI Jeff Bridges welcoming you to the grid. All right, there we go. There's my head. I'm going to shout out some people in the chat here. We got Alejandro Pro, Canonical, Key of Destiny 13, Punk Rock Bob, Yaddle. Hello, welcome. We got, oh, this is good. We have, we have, uh, continue, continue listeners in the, in the hang. All right, so now everybody can see. Here's, here's the chicken scratch, the, the, uh, six point font that this arrived in. It's so small. And it's uh very all right, what are some of the great It's like a like a like a chick track almost. It like... is like a chick track. It literally is. First use the full experience, full experience in uh in in quotes. One, put on your pajamas and a pair of sports socks. Alternately, wear the official paprium underwear along with a bathrobe. Turn up the heater. Make sure you have a good supply of water, pure drinks, and snacks. Three, send any family on a trip and shut down your phone. Close the door locked. Sit down, relaxed. Four, plug in your favorite st- <laughs> SOR or Golden Axe cartridge and give it a five minutes play. Not only will this get your memories reset, but it will ensure your setup is working and warm up the VDP. Um, you know what? Good <laughs> advice. <laughs> Now forget everything. Close your eyes. It's the early 90s. Unpack the game and give the box an instruction manual a read. Breathe normally. <laughs> Six. Plug the Paprium cartridge and enjoy. We recommend you play the arcade mode first. Seven. May you be satisfied or feeling tight. <laughs> Turn your phone back on. Take a picture of yourself with the game and post it on all social medias, including every single official Sega page for the reason you know. Because now we both know that we know the thing we need to know. That is one of seven different sections. <laughs> All right, before yeah, before we move on, we'll do we'll do my favorite part. Conclusion: Just... Would I do it again? Maybe yes. To pursue the Sega 16-bit legacy, only new 16-bit games matters. Anything else is gadgets or commentaries. Again, a big thanks to everyone involved, customers and supporters. Don't listen to the mediocres. This is a rare achievement and a huge success. The game is here. That is all that matters. Enjoy your play. Note, on the good side, I got proof that pressure doesn't cause cancer. But, but spelled with two T's, 
I should also test for AIDS because this hurts. <laughs> P.S. Sega, if you're reading, man up. Call me Fonzie. <laughs> this is like, did, did you ever watch that episode of It's Always Sunny? Where Dennis like is running for comptroller, <laughs> no. and Charlie writes Charlie writes his speech, and he's like, "Hello, fellow American. This you should vote me. I leave power good. If you vote me, I'm hot. What <laughs> taxes? They'll be lower, son. Like, <laughs> yo, what the shit? Susan Art is in the chat. What? Are you kidding me? No, wait. Prove you're Susan and not a pawn <laughs> of Kathleen Kennedy." And Uncle Walt's frozen head atop his spider body. Do we need to save Susan from Disney? Uh, we're gonna... Yeah, probably. Anyway, this I heard, is crap. I, I heard she got on the wrong monorail today, so she's probably already. Like... How does one get on the wrong monorail? That's not what. <laughs> Isn't I mean, there just dude, the ha- one? Have you been, like, dude? Okay, so when I was at E3, when we were all there, I almost got on the wrong subway train in LA in like a bad part of town but like the subway in Los Angeles is literally like a portal to hell it's like the upside down (laughs) stranger things you don't go down there the monorail at Disney it's just like a thing look (laughs) okay it's just a circle right I look public transportation is a universal good and I have qualms about using uber okay all right that's fine I will risk a stabbing to avoid giving uber money yeah i'm i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> susan I'm... says it's very easy to not read the giant sign above the monorail <laughs> yeah i agree i'm getting boomboxed I'm, I'm, here i've been there like you remember the beginning of persona 5 right uh, yes like I, I, that's true i do i do appreciate in uh the beginning of persona 5 the reality of learning a train system yes like it feels so authentic to like the transit experience of being like which side do i go on which stairway goes to what well and like the the character is supposed to be like not from tokyo like he's from a smaller town so like not being japanese and being thrown into the subway like it i imagine the feeling is very similar Uh, yo i think my character has indigestion dave (laughs) look at her like i don't know what's happening she like she's holding her gut she's looking woozy you have flies surrounding you no i think they're in the background i think i I, I think i ate something bad in the game that is like genuinely the number of insane like things that just happen in this game is this just like little the, dra- the, the dragon's dogma of side scrolling it is the, yes it's it is just the, like it is the dragon's dogma like you'll be 12 hours into it and realize that there's an entire layer of systems that you've never touched before yes look i i have a zero for dignity at the at the <laughs> end of this stage what does it mean i don't know I why, don't, why why is the score being totaled up in hex? Dave, you have to go into the options menu. That's hexadecimal. If you click on the option in the in the in the options menu that's like sucks setting, it's like to turn off friendly fire. Okay. <laughs> I also I So so does yeah. anywhere in the manifesto have instructions on how to play this video game? No. God no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Come on. <laughs> Don't you don't you see what's happening? I will say, like, there are no games like back in the day on this Genesis that look like this. 
No. No. <laughs> like, no. It looks crazy <laughs> for the hardware. No, like the, this is like the kind of thing. It's like like the indie games that come out now that try to look like NES games yes. and stuff. Where yeah. it's like, no. Do you remember NES games? Like half the time, <laughs> the sprites didn't look normal. Right. Half the half the time, they were just blinking in and out of you know the screen. Like because... this. This feels like. Like a technical marvel. Yes, it like, is. This should not exist. Like that was that was the. I was trying to explain what the experience of playing this for the first time uh, was like to someone, and I was like, you know, the scene <laughs> in High Fidelity, John Cusack comes into work, and Jack Black and the other dude are just sitting at the counter, listening to like some insane tape. The guy's like, "What is this?" It's like it's those little skate fuckers outside. No. <laughs> Jack Black's like, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really good. It's really fucking good. <laughs> that was, that was like playing Fabrium for the first time. Why is it so good? Uh, yeah, I, I like there are. It is pretty weird. It's a little janky in that, you know, it looks incredible. It plays really well, but in the options, like I turned on what's supposed to be like an AI player too, and it just didn't work this time. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you'll it'll get patched any day now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I get, I get a package in the mail. Don't believe the commentaries and posers. Uh, I've included what? a ROM dumper. It's <laughs> a screwdriver to open the cart. Uh, I actually, I, I should, I, I, I shouldn't like talk about this because I don't know anything about it. Um. There are also all these like multiple paths in this. I've never seen this stage before, which is really interesting. <laughs> I've never, never been here before. All right. I've never seen these boob robots, these flying boob droids. This is new. Um, yeah, I, 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 you would find this really interesting, Dave. But like the entire time that they were developing this, Fonzie was like, "Yeah, we're gonna use like a very specialized, like board for the cartridges." Like and they like yeah. won't, like it will it like the game won't be be you won't be able to emulate it properly. Yeah, like I I, I don't know if it's been patched or what, but I know the Mister has had issues yes. with happening because yeah, like it's kind of like they they did to the Genesis what like a lot of NES games did, yes. where they use like mapper chips exactly. To just- and add stuff that isn't on the NES. Right. So part of what is in. Like if you open the cartridge, <laughs> there is like this this red board, which people have figured out is like an an F uh, FGPA board. Okay. And, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that is what is making this work. But like the board itself is crazy. It's like got like a drawing of like a muscle man on it. And it says like Paprium, the authentic number one only, like some shit. Like, <laughs> the entire product is bizarre. Vote for me, good thing to do. So do. <laughs> so, um, vid- other video game stuff. We were talking about this a little bit at the beginning, but like actual like E three hype shit happened today. Like, yeah, for real. They're, they're like, d- <laughs> they. They did the smart thing, which was if they didn't have a ton to show but wanted to say a lot, they condensed it in a reasonable reasonable amount of time. Which uh, apparently, 
This is wildly in contrast to the Ubisoft stream that happened a couple days ago, where they're like, come and hang out, and we'll talk about the future of Assassin's Creed. Oh, boy. And then they spent 30 minutes basically saying, we'll have more to say in September. Uh, Wives Gillimott came out, and he was like, like, we're going to talk about the future of Assassin's Creed. Do you have five bucks? I'm good Like, Not only do their games waste my time, their advertising does too, and I am... (laughs) I'm done! I am a busy man. That's fine. So is Ubisoft. It's fine. <laughs> they have a lot You're of done. Video... They done. have a lot of they have a lot of real video games coming out any day now. Skull and Bones shipping in July 2019. It already happened. You just you missed it. Don't worry about uh, it. Um, I, I missed the train. Apparently, it sold really well it's, in it's Malta. Just, it's, like, have you have you? read about like the the development of that game no no. like like one of the so one of the things that like ubisoft does that like basically keeps the business afloat is that they take advantage of a lot of tax credits right sure yeah um i mean you know like you're a business your job is to make money without paying as much as possible you take tax credits where you can uh and so the studio that's working on this game is in singapore Okay. And the deal that they struck with them was like the game has to be made in Singapore. All right. The game is not, the development is not going well. (laughs) So when Ubisoft development doesn't go well, they just go, okay, well, we're going to have another studio work on it. Kind of like what happened with the Prince Persia reboot. It was going to... um, Yeah, it was like like the Indian support studios. Yeah. Like their big first thing. Yeah, and then Ubisoft Montreal was like, no. <laughs> We're taking over. Uh, the thing, they can't do that with Skull and Bones. And they can't, can- I don't think they can cancel it either. Like, the game has to come out. So, this game is just like a, like almost a decade into development oh hell at God. this point. What, when. Was that? Did they announce it for the first time when you and I were at E3 together in twenty? I think it was the, the the E3 where we were shouting no the whole time. <laughs> Specifically, we should clarify we were shouting no the entire time at Ubisoft. Yes, at, at the Ubisoft <laughs> conference. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I stand by that. I stand by that response. Drake Eyes. No. Skull and Bones isn't out yet. It's extremely not. It's extremely not out. It's not out yet. Yeah, it's Uh, it's right there with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's uh, creative studio working on uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Which is developing art assets on spec. Um, No, so, but today there were two, two streams at the same exact time, which I'm like. I know. Why don't I have any dignity? <laughs> I don't. God, where's As my Susan dignity? Said that, you, that you have zero dignity at all times, which come on. I mean, fair. I don't understand um, what you want from me, Paprium. Oh, we Susan, we probably did that at EA as well. Yeah, we I do. Mean, oh, yeah. It's the, the, there are a lot of EA. EA is a company that feels very much like a. Please buy us. We want to stop making video games. We don't want to be in charge anymore. You guys don't understand. The ultimate team card algorithm tells us what to do now. <laughs> we, we've lost it's, control it's, it's, of the it's system. It's Shodan. Just... <laughs> uh, no, so, so yeah, like, 
again, I'm probably reading too much into it that like because Cap like Square Enix sniped Capcom's Dragon's Dogma developer slash Devil May Cry developer to do combat for Final Fantasy 16. I don't think Capcom is actually like petty in scheduling it at the same time. I no, think it's just, it's just like unfortunate. Se- se- it's 7 a.m. in Japan. Yeah. So it's like start of business yes. or whatever. Yes, yes. But also, like, really, guys? There's literally nothing else happening today. You couldn't have spaced it out by 15 minutes. Dude, you know what made me really sad? Uh, I don't know if you remember when they announced... The announcement that they were going to make a Resident Evil 2 remake wasn't even a video. They just posted a picture on the uh, like Capcom's Japanese blog oh. that was the producer holding up a like white poster board that just said, We do it! <laughs> Not, we're going to do it. We, we do, do it. it. Block letters. And I'm so sad that Itsuno didn't bust out that sign for Dragon's Dog. But <laughs> no, but they did. They they did do something similar, which was they spent ten hours talking about like, I mean, like if if you're into Dragon's Dog, it was like a cool look. They talked about like their love of like tabletop RPGs and like getting one of the first ones that came out in Japan from the West a long time ago, and like. <clears throat> the art and all that stuff that that goes into these games and then at the end is just them like unzipping all of all, like all three of them unzipping their hoodies and there's just a shirt that says dragon's dogma 2 underneath yes yes it's awesome yeah what an odd what an odd odd game have you played dragon's dogma have you gone gone down that rabbit hole it a, is really a rabbit hole it, a bit not enough to like because yeah, the, the, that's the thing. It's like it's like Skyrim in this. I mean, it's not like 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 it's like it's so reductive saying it's yes. like Japanese Skyrim, mm. but it is Skyrim in that it is a time sink. Yes, like it, it, yes. it's big. There's a lot going on, and it's just it's one of those things where like I sat down to play it. I got a few hours into it, and then just for whatever reason fell off. Yeah, uh, I do want to play it again. It right now it's it's currently not. It's quote unquote unsupported by the Steam Deck, but there's like you can use like an unofficial version of the compatibility layer that fixes most mm-hmm. of the the weird issues. And I'm sure like like Steam is on it. Like yeah. they, they um, not to jump ahead of ourselves, but Yoshinori Kitase said Steam Deck verified. That's right. Like the day before the thing comes out, let them know. Which is, really cool so like like steam is on top of this stuff uh or they're they're at least working with developers to try to be like hey like you know if you want your game to be verified on day one like here's what you need to do the steam deck Uh, is definitely definitely going to be the preferred way to play that game um i reviewed it twice i reviewed the original 2012 release on ps3 and then i reviewed dark arisen when that came out and dark which is arisen, like, like it's like the persona 5 royal right it's like it's well, the same game but they added some stuff and changed some systems like, around and like it's a misnomer to say that dark arisen is just an expansion because there is a like second full campaign in that game like there's this island that oh that's right you, that you go to and it it's is... like but it's also like literally the beginning of the game so they like tempt yes. you with it and then yes. they're like you can't actually do anything here yet yeah 
Yeah, it's <laughs> Which is so. Funny. And like the thing is, is you can attempt to play it that way. Like you can go down there and try to like sort of grind your way up by just exploring the dungeon, and it is really hard. <laughs> but I would say that game, like even more than Demon's Souls, was really like because Demon's Souls, the fun of the the Souls games from From Software is once you start to figure out their weird rhythm of giving you information, you can figure it out. Dragon's yeah. Dogma is the most opaque fucking game I've ever played in my entire life. Like, you just sort of have to like it, it, it out. Pres- it's, it presents things to you as if they're normal, yes. and you've been playing games like this your entire life. And, it's pre- and the things that it tells you to do are preposterous they're preposterous uh that guy just spanked his booty at you yeah he just keeps doing it (laughs) keeps i want to be clear that the last like again like the last like two or three levels i've never seen any of these before i've played this game a lot (laughs) all right uh yeah yeah just a a a matryoshka doll of some pixels. I, I am glad I put it on easy. I've never played it on easy. That's probably why I'm not. I don't have any dignity. Oh that, yeah, yeah, that I, makes sense. I definitely like. They're probably Fonzie is telling me I'm a pansy man, and I'm not. I'm not. Does dignity actually do anything though, or is it just a number telling you that you have none? Who knows? Like as far as we know, I wouldn't put it past Fonzie to just have that thing, that zero there, and it never changes. Like it's just part of the game where it's like, oh, you have no dignity. You just—that's <laughs> that's just part of the experience. You just have none. Uh, oh god, I love this game. Look at this sprite. Look at this magical, like the beefcake on his flying thing. Um, hoverboards don't work on water. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be playing this before Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How how can Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like? It's gonna feel like too good, insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need the hard shit. I gotta go play Paprium some more. Uh, so Dragon's Dogma 2, but also you yeah. and I g- got a, a, a cornucopia of Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I was I was prepared to be severely underwhelmed, especially since yeah. it, was like, it was a 10-minute stream, and considering how the rest of these streams have gone over the last couple weeks, and, like, I was expecting nothing. Yeah. Like, uh, like it, like it would be like, no, like not like, hey, it's Brave Fence and Musashi's 25th anniversary. So all we've done is put a song on YouTube. Thank yeah. you. Bad, yeah. but like similar. <laughs> exactly. Well, I sent you um, the like, message last night that I was expecting like Tetsuya Nomura to come out and be like, we're going to announce the new Final Fantasy VII Tesla collaboration. If you have $389,000, you could go to the Square Enix store and buy it today. Buy a Tesla that just has the Chocobo Pocket Station game on the dashboard and nothing else. The the horn just goes... You probably get a lot of people with that. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if that exists. God damn it, my dick. But yeah, so, so first they announced... Which was really funny because uh, this morning I went to go buy um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Green Man Gaming, and next to where my deal was for that game, 
uh, right next to it was Final Fantasy VII Remake. It was like, <laughs> for Steam, I was like, hmm, oops, I don't think this should be here. Uh, I clicked it, and it said, this game doesn't exist. Um, that's a lie. Yes, it, it does. does. Uh, so, yeah, they announced, the, not only did they announce that it's coming to Steam, but, like, a major video game publisher said Steam Deck in a presentation. Yeah. Oh, Susan's out. Have fun. Oh, bye, Susan. Take down Walt Disney for us. Take get Kathleen. Don't let Kathleen Kennedy make you an offer. She's, she's crafty. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna end up directing a solo sequel if you do that. You be careful. What is it that he says in uh, Hail Caesar? Twid that it. Twid that it were so simple. <laughs> Did you see that movie? I don't remember it at all. Oh, Alden Ehrenreich is in it, and yeah. there's just a, one of those Cohen brother moments where they just say like a line over and over, and it's like him just trying to get trying to get Alden Ehrenreich to say Twid that it were so simple, <laughs> and it works in that movie because he's a Western star trying to be in like a hoity-toity like drama yes, film. Yes. Yes. Uh, but it turns out that, like, I guess he actually can't act. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. So the only thing I remember about Hail Caesar was being like, "Oh shit, Newman just showed up in this." It's what a what a bizarre movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it's very strange. It's like, like it's one of those things, like, because the Coen Brothers have two modes where they like one mode where they make like, uh, like they still make like weird movies. Like Fargo is a weird movie. Yes. But it's it is it is stuck in the trappings of like a thriller, like yeah. Um, yeah. So like you watch it and you're like, oh, this is like weird and off kilter, but like you can follow it, you get it. And then the other shit that they make is yeah. like Miller's Crossing or and like Mil- Miller's Crossing <laughs> or, or, or no Barton Fink, Hart, or, Barton Fink, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, where it's just like you you you've gone beyond the pale. Like yeah, like you try to show. Like I, I took I went for my birthday to go see Hail Caesar with my wife, and like I dug Hail Caesar because I'm a weirdo, and Kaisa was just like, I didn't get it. <laughs> this doesn't make like it. It really is one of those things. Like you have to be like five layers deep into movies. Yes. Yeah. To to like really. Like again, I don't want like again. This makes me sound like an asshole because like you just didn't get it. But it's like no, like like you really have to. Like it's just it's meta layers upon layers upon layers of like inside jokes. Yes, I fully admit that I did not get it. <laughs> I most I got like some of it. <laughs> I got it a I, little. I, I appreciated that it existed. Um, because you got to see um, Channing Tatum do a song and dance number, and that then go, funny. and then go like hang out with, like like jump into a submarine yep. headed for communist Russia. Yes, yes. <laughs> Channing Tatum, man, where's that? Where did He's that guy go? Like besides Dog, Dog, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Fuck you, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I trusted you, Channing Tatum. Now you got dog. Why are you doing this to me? Oh, can I get on this guy? Ah, oh, damn it. Um, I think you anyway. can ride these guys. These these uh <laughs> these speaker bots. Yeah. Back so Final topic. Fantasy VII. Uh, but yes, major publisher saying like we're supporting Steam Deck out of the gate, which like 
I know, I know me, and I know like the way that I sound when I talk about things. And you guys are like, sure, sure, Dave, the Steam Deck, right? People are really <laughs> going to care about that. I think, I think, I think they did it. I think they did something. Like yeah. it's not, like it's not going to be. It's never going to be like the Switch. It's never going to be like, like if Sony actually made a Vita and actually put marketing muscle behind it. Like it's not going to be like that. Yeah. But like when it comes to PC games, like I I, I do think I think I, I think it's transformative for PC gaming. I do, I think you're right. Like I I think that there there is now and like you see this with the fact that uh, comparable hardware solutions from like like legitimate you know manufacturers are being announced like on a near daily basis. Yeah, like it's just going to continue to get cheaper and better, and this is. This is it. And Steam OS actually works really well. Yeah. Like it's still it's still like don't it's Steam, so it's still jank. But like as far as PC gaming goes, like it like if you stick with games that are officially verified, like it really is like install, hit play, yeah. And you're you're, you're playing a video game. Like they they've done the best job that they could to crack the nut to make PC gaming more widely accessible while still giving you options yeah like the, the and and that's the other thing too is that like putting final fantasy 7 remake on steam might actually fix the weird frame rate issues <laughs> of the pc port because you could just lock it at 60 frames per second at a system level what is wh- like did they never fix the epic game store version like it's still i don't know wacky? i don't know i don't i haven't played it since it launched uh but like that game is if you if you lock it well okay if you lock it to 60 frames a second in the settings and you mess. You have to install like a user-made oh like patch. What? Because because the game ha- it has that like like resolution upscaling. Uh, so it's like oh, if it can't hit the target frame rate, it's gonna shrink the resolution down. So performance is increased, but it won't look as good. But the problem is, is that it's always on for some reason. Uh, and so a user made a patch and was like, no, like, if you have a computer that can run this, it shouldn't be doing this. This turns it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, now the game doesn't look like butt um, on my on my gaming lab. But, like, stuff like that is handy for the Steam Deck because, yeah, like, you are dealing with, like, less powerful hardware. So, like, like I played Cyberpunk on that thing. Uh, I did oh, it. Oh yeah, Cyberpunk is a game that exists. Uh, dude, so, there's some good shit in there. Did it get good? Did it like I? Okay, I, so it's it's still buggy as hell. It runs a lot better now. It's a lot more like um, uh, like Witcher three, like half a year after launch. Right. All right, like there you go. It's it's still busted. It's still like it's still that game, but it's a lot. It's it's way less buggy than it was. Um. And there's some stuff in there that's like, like there's some pathos. Like really, yeah, yeah. Like just like without spoiling anything, there's just there there are moments in there that are like, man, that's right. The Witcher three guys made this. Yeah, like, yeah. But I, then, I, I, don't it's, you? It's are, just, aren't you glad that CD Projekt Red has their Southland Tales now? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Like. I, that makes me want you saying that makes me want to play it for the first time. It's, I, I think I think 
There is a series of side quests that at first I was not going to do because it's like every other open world game where it's like, hey, we've unlocked a series of street races for you to take because we need to pad the content. And at first I was going to ignore it. Then I was like, I'll just check it out, like whatever, clear off my side quest list before finishing the main story. Because, yeah, the main story... Uh, you can hit the uh, point of no return very quickly. Oh, yeah. So like, I, I hit the mission where they're like, yeah, if you go any further, you're going to uh, when you're heading toward the end game, and you can't do anything else. Wow. I was like, I still have like two dozen side quests to finish. What the? F-? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I, I I put that off and I went through the side quests and uh, yeah, the this series of like what should have been throwaway racing missions actually turns into this like really emotional moment with a trans character whose transness is handled with like a level of grace that i did not expect from any of the marketing leading up to this yeah i was just gonna say that that's i the reputation for uh all of cyberpunk is that that's not uh yeah and and to be clear there's a lot in that game is that is kind of gross and mega cringe and awful and then there are these moments where you're like Man, what a just like what a weird, baffling, like beautiful mess of a game. Hmm. All right. I well, I, did they end up making uh the like the proper PlayStation Five and Xbox? Yeah, Series the next X? gen. The next gen patches are out. They're out. All right. Yeah. Can, 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 wait. I, I just realized. Can you buy that game on a PlayStation? Still? Yes. You, can, you officially can't. You can now, I believe. Well, I might, I might do that. I might get in there. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking for something. I don't know, I don't know what it is. Before, before Xenoblade Chronicles Three comes out, I gotta play something that isn't just like anime shit. Don't yeah. you know fucking anime nonsense. I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna be in on Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I'm, I'm there day one, Dave. Day, I don't know if I can. I like. I don't day know if I can do goddamn it. one. Uh, I am so excited. <laughs> I want I want to I want a UI so crowded that it looks like I'm trying to like play a video game of Finnegan's Wake. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I I am ready. I am ready for what they're laying down. I also I don't know who who th- that team over at Monolith Soft, thinks they're fooling with all these characters wearing pants. I know what's waiting in there. Yeah. You guys, you try it. You, act have, like you have to wait for the moment where the main character almost gets killed and then meets the the boob lady who gives them the powers. That's the, you know it. You know, Cosmos is coming out. Yeah. Cosmos is back. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> I'm. I can't wait. But yeah, I'll I'll check out Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, it's, how, I th- I think you'll be pleasantly surprised the, the problem is is like if you play as the the male character the voice at like the city night city is supposed to be like i'm pretty sure like a stand-in for la yeah but the guy sounds like he got third place in a my cousin vinny like sound alike contest <laughs> like like oh my god like that's funny and it's just it, it is funny because there are like the moments where like there's clearly supposed to be like drama going on and he's got this like like hacky like new yorker accent um but again like like it 
all kind of works, even though it doesn't. Like I don't know. Like you just you have to play it. Is Keanu um, not real? That's something I didn't quite understand. He's in your head. He's in your head. Yeah. There's but, a. But there's, is there's he a, like? I mean, dude, is he okay, a computer the, program? Is he another well, okay. guy? So, one of the greatest like late title card moments uh, in video game history because that happens like seven hours into the game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you like you'll you'll play for like like the first act of the game where they're setting up like all of these characters and like you're gonna do a heist and you know it's not a spoiler to say that the heist goes bad sure um and then so the the thing that you're stealing is like a data chip that has uh keanu reeves like a program with keanu reeves on it and when it gets put in your head and then you get shot and die the you end up like coming back to life like a, like a, like a guy finds you and like brings you back uh, but like that action of like you like almost dying with this thing in your head like causes his consciousness to like meld with yours oh cool all right so there's this like there's this like tension between this Keanu Reeves character who is like like dude this guy likes to party <laughs> And you, who is very much like, I don't want this at all, um, but he's like slowly worming his your, his way deeper into your consciousness. So like, and you start to notice like as you're playing, and like 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 are the things that the game is presenting to me things that my character would actually do, or things that Keanu Reeves would want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, like like I said, it like. It's a game that writes a bunch of checks that it can't cash, but the ones that it does are good hmm. uh, and interesting. It's definitely worth playing. I would say, Dave, I just I just blew up a robot and then picked up its torso and put it on top of my body, and now I'm beating. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I will say. Uh, so it does the thing that Dragon's Age does, where there are like three different intro sequences depending on your like character's backstory that you select during mm-hmm. character creation. Uh, the Tim Rogers review is correct. Uh, the Corpo Path is for narcs, but it is also the best one. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. I, I'll play uh, a narc. Why not? Yeah, like like I think if you do that, because I did that one and I did the like the city dweller one the city dweller one was okay but the corporal one is just immediately like boom here are your stakes mm. um and it like gives you like a really good um reason to want to like move through the world and get to the end hmm. um i didn't mean to turn this into the cyberpunk cast, no but, but like no, i i find it very i find it very interesting because i know that that game was like very recently you know sort of uh re like I know that the pat like like patches and stuff like that happened not long ago. Yeah, and, and they're still people were be- reassessing this game. They're still fixing it. They they still plan to have DLC for it. Uh, I guess I don't know, man. Um, but I will say the game is one. It's worth playing now because it's technically better yeah but it's also i would say it's worth playing now because we are a year and changed away from the absolute black hole of like hype <laughs> and coverage yeah where like, like yeah and that's the, like that's what makes that's what makes covering games so difficult these days is that like you can't 
especially for like just initial impressions like you cannot yeah separate like my opinion of metal gear solid 5 has changed dramatically since the day that i like the the first day that i finished it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> once just you, once you once you play through it at that ninth time that's well, really <laughs> It's not even that. It's just like once you play through it, divorced from like oh, like like Kojima, like Kojima's already like one and a half projects into something else. You know, like it's like that. His specter and that whole drama no longer surrounds the game, so you can play it and like without like. And the the hard part is like divorcing yourself from that because like they're like you know people still think that that game is unfinished. Oh and no! I, I just got into Josh Brolin's office. I'm I in will tell. Now. I will tell you no. If you play it now and just like pretend that you don't know anything about what happened, and remember that the game is called the Phantom, Phantom Pain. Pain. <laughs> If a you want feeling to- that something has been removed that should be there and isn't anymore. If you if you, you momentarily it. consider the notion that a creator who's very concerned with themes <laughs> He's not subtle. He's <laughs> not subtle in any way. Uh what did you think of uh to, to, to talk about the Final Fantasy shit some more? Yes. Yeah, uh, back, back to the actual but, Yeah, the actual thing. what did you think of Ever Crisis? Because I I think it looks really cool. <laughs> I think it looks cool too. It looks really I cool. Worry, I worry that so like as I was watching it and they're like, yeah, like look at all these costumes you can get and yeah. clo- closed beta on mobile. I'm like why is Square Enix dabbling in NFTs? Yeah. Like why do they need that money? Like <laughs> the, I they, mean, they they need that money because they're Square. Like that's it. Like I, you know, it's funny when you were like, yeah, you know, it's it's incredible that Square is adopting, you know, this, the, they're committing to this Steam Deck platform. I think it's important to remember that Square is there day one for everything, forever. Like, yeah. they were they're there. They're kind of like Ubisoft in that way. Yeah, but like, like, they're, they're Square is... And like, I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing, but they're like, "Hey, is there a pl- like maybe we could do business there?" Ouya is coming out. Put Final Fantasy three and four, put yeah. the DS on Final Fantasy three and four on there, fucking right now. Do it, do it. Put it on Ouya. Oh, Engage is coming out. Put it on there. Put what? It- Vita's <laughs> what? coming out. Make Army of two Army Army of the Dead. What is that? Army Corpse Army of Corpse Army of hell marm <laughs> i don't know Corpse army of hell or army core of hell they're still trying to sell copies of it on their on their website army core of hell but yeah like i that's mean that's a, I'm, I'm just gonna say that name again army, army core of hell <laughs> that's good branding guys good nailed name. it nailed it and the the oh god like the cover is just like a skull. Yeah, it's just a, a shirt that you would buy in the parking lot at the gathering of the Juggalos. It's that's. Oh Let's not denigrate the the army uh, the gathering. Of the I would never. Clubs. I would never shag. I would never poop on Shaggy Two Dope's tribe ever in my entire life. I, uh, yeah, I I think just like the whole like. I genuinely think there is nothing to read into Square. 
making the statement of like, yeah, we're going to invest in NFTs. Like they're so saying it's, that it's, it's purposely for investors. It's that's it's it. Not like, that's like, it. And, and, and then um, like literally a week after the crypto market started tanking or whatever, like yeah. they, they came out and said, yeah, the money that we're getting from selling crystal dynamics is not going toward NFTs. Exa- exactly. Exactly. I want, I want to make it clear, Dave, that they, it says on the screen right now, press a to throne. That's not a verb. Yeah. It's yes. like throne is not an action that you can... Press A to throne, Dave. The end? <laughs> God, I fucking love it. Okay, I, I, I've had a couple um, <laughs> podcast titles lined up here, but I think press A to throne. <laughs> Save progress. Yes. Do not switch off. Saving success. Success. Thank you for playing. God, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, no, this this game's vibes are... But, like, I heard he... Like, there was some trepidation of him, like, porting it to other platforms. Oh, no, it's happening now, But man. it is happening now. Yeah, he he had a insanely so, okay. successful Kickstarter. Insanely successful, like, a couple After of months all ago. That? Dude... I guess I guess it was like February that the Kickstarter what, went live. What, are, what is wrong with people? And he raised he raised something like you know six hundred percent over his goal. <laughs> people want that paprium. Uh, I mean, it, it, like the the thing is, like now, like it is clearly a a real video game that exists, and yeah, it's good. Like look, people like it. Look at look at this demo screen up here. These are just levels that none of which we saw. None. These, yeah. are, these are all completely There's different like, enemies. These fish people. Yeah, and, like there are so many fucking paths for this game, that, and like I don't really understand how to get to any of them. That's man. Yeah. Wild. Uh, you want to you want to keep going for a few minutes? Keep going. Yeah. Because we uh, haven't even let's... talked about Final Fantasy. We haven't talked about Crisis Core. We haven't talked about Rebirth. I do. I do have something else I can throw in besides keeping playing Paprium. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw it in. But yeah, no, I'm gonna disappear let's... off camera. But okay, yeah. Let's see what else we have. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Ever Crisis looks cool. Yeah. Um, I I worry. Yeah. I, I I'm hopeful that it is just like we are releasing episodes, and each episode costs money versus. The game yes. is free to play, and you can pay money for all of this garbage. Um, but I'm excited to see. I like. I like the look of it. I like the idea of them like taking everything Final Fantasy VII and putting it into one playable video game. Yeah. I think that's like just real weird. Oh man, when they were showing when they were showing uh, the guy from Advent Children, holy shit, did that make me happy? Yeah, I was just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Give me that hot topic model right now. Bring them out here. And then what else? They have uh, Crisis Core. Okay. Re- Crisis Core reunion. So what do you what do you think? Is Crisis Core uh, Punk Rock Bob? Yes. We're throwing in Mega Man Wily Wars. There you Yay. go. <laughs> Yay. It was what was in my Genesis earlier. Uh, this but is I, a weird. This is a weird video game, right? It's fucking bizarre. It's so weird. It's like it's it's like it's like did you, like, did you ever watch Fringe? 
Yes. Oh my God! It is the other. It's the. It's it is the, the other dimension version the older... of. Because <laughs> you hear the music, you're like, that sounds like Mega Man Two, but it's not Mega Man Two. It's not Mega Man Two at it's all. It's not Mega Man Two. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So okay, Crisis Core. Yes. That's coming up. Okay. Very funny to me. One that Final Fantasy VII remake got announced for Steam, but it's still console-wise only available on. Um, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no. I, I. So, look, we we were joking about this before. Like, oh, it's only going to be on PlayStation. I, as as ridiculous as I think it is that, like, you know, Square is like, yeah, we're going to take that payola and get that exclusive, which mm-hmm. you know, that's a completely viable decision in, in to make. I think also, you know, there's like the whole statement from Nomura. Uh, that they posted on Twitter after the Rebirth trailer went out, and he's like, yeah, we're already, you know, like, neck deep in development on Rebirth. We've already started development on the third game, even. I think that there is something... I, I think that there's something to be said for shipping on a single platform and committing to that, and it's going to make things faster. Like, Yeah, and then I think what's going to happen is that Microsoft, if they want Remake on there, they're going to bring out the money, and it's going to go on Game Pass. Yeah, it'll go like on Game Pass. The whole trilogy will go on Game Pass. Yes, and it'll be, it'll be you know, a big get for Game Pass in 2025. Speaking of, oh God, like we didn't even bring that, like literally the two most exciting parts, like there were some cool indie games that they showed at the Microsoft conference, but literally the two most exciting things for me uh, and like I, I wish Susan was here to talk about Starfield because I, as a Bethesda fan, I want to know what she thinks of it. I didn't even have a chance. I was at a brunch with my in-laws and watching most of it on my phone, so I didn't even get to see Starfield. The way people reacted to Starfield footage, you might as well have thought they were at a brunch with their in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> People like are people not are either thrilled. like well, people are either like into the idea of like Skyrim jank in space, or and then other people are like, guys, you have to you have to stop. You have uh, to stop. <laughs> um, but no, like the most exciting things were one, Hideo Kojima is going to harness the power of the cloud for something, which also because Sony fans are insane, they immediately had to tweet out, and we still love our relationship with sony that's not going away oh my god guys can't can't you people have talk about the zero dignity points yeah fucking um and then the other announcement was that uh persona 3 portable persona 4 and persona 5 are coming to windows pc and xbox why uh, playstation why why no persona they are 3 portable why portable oh, por- yeah why portable i don't well, get it I don't understand. Like because it's, pro- it's probably it's probably <laughs> one. It's in widescreen, and two, it's probably easier to port. That is actually you. You just made one of the most interesting points you could have made, which is it's in widescreen already. I yeah, it's just it's less it's less work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's another one though where like like I was concerned because they they like every other announcement specifically mentioned Steam and they only mentioned Windows and usually that means it's coming to the Windows App Store sure. which is a you, you it uses like a UWP framework which is like Windows DRM basically yeah. like like the reason why Game Pass doesn't work on Steam Deck outside of streaming is because like you literally can't get the Windows app to download them um 
so that's that was my concern. But I was like, whatever. Like Persona Five works great. Uh, like that that would be like a perfect game to stream because you don't need like it's not twitchy. Yeah. Um, other people were losing their mind because uh, there was no announcement for PlayStation until twelve hours later because that's when Jap- Japanese business hours are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And people were losing their minds, going like, "What did you see? We made this series for you on PlayStation. How dare you betray us?" And it's like, "Dude, you fucking come like, on!" Like, people, like, guys, the only reason why Metal Gear was on PlayStation was because it was a technological happenstance. I just don't understand. They had they had a platform that the game would run on. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nintendo 64 couldn't do it. That's I it. Have has I I, I I and people had them. You know, like, the, the dumb meme of Ayo Miyazaki being, like, anime is a mistake. Uh, I, I honestly, like, fandom was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a... You're, you an Adventure Time guy? Were you an Adventure Time? No. No? It's too, I'm, I, like, I, it, w- it was too late for me. Sure. And, <laughs> like... Like I like SpongeBob, but like SpongeBob even pushes my limits of like like noise in cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah. And Adventure Time is just I it's I adore too it. much, man. <laughs> I it's, adore like, it. I like that's that's how I knew I was old. Was like people were like people were younger than like younger millennials were like, yeah, man, watch Adventure Time, and I'm watching it. I'm like this is not I can't, my can't. thing. So I my daughter and I are rewatching it uh, right now, and there is an episode wherein uh finn like saves a bunch of like little like you know, pastry people from a dragon like this dragon is eating them and after he saves them one guy like emerges from the pile and he's just like he's voiced by bobcat goldway and he's just like finn come have dinner with me come have dinner with me at my house every night <laughs> And then everybody else is screaming at him like, Finn, hang out with us! Hang out with us! And they, they like show up at his house with signs. And I'm like, yep, that's fandom. Yep. There they are. There yep. they are, demanding Kojima Productions. Yeah. Commit guys, commit to have guys, PlayStation Hideo products. Kojima made video games about you. <laughs> They're not kind. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he like, does not think well of you. <laughs> no. like, And it's just so funny, because then you play something like 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 metal like I replayed Metal Gear Rising recently and it's like that game is nothing but fan service. Yes. And it's like not as good. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's still fun and it's cheesy but it's like it's very funny to me that like in their effort to make right in a character that the fans want they effectively have to like make him not human. Yes. Yeah. Which not oh. subtle. <laughs> God, this is hard. Um, but yeah, like the, like I'm excited about Persona coming to Steam because yeah, as I, long as great. like if is the, the, the issue, the big issue is Steam Deck on that one, because again, like I'm not playing a hundred hours of that game again, unless I can do it on a portable device. The big issue is that like, I think like w- only one third of the current Persona games like work well mm. at the moment on Steam Deck. Persona 4, they had to do special work to the videos to make them like encoded properly because they use a Windows Media Foundation codec that is Windows DRM. Mm. Um, 
and like Persona Four of uh, the fighting game was Arena. Yeah, um, like it works, but you have to do some weird stuff to it, and like not everything works. And same with Strikers, where it's like the game plays fine, but like if you want the cuts, the FMV cutscenes, like there's no sound. Yeah, and even then, that's a fix that like you have to use like a fan made version of the Proton layer to get that to run. Um, so I'm hoping that like. Because like they put Soul Hackers on PC too, so I'm hoping that like they know. Oh, I just remember that Soul Hackers Two is coming out. Yeah, in like two months. Yup. Oh man, I'm gonna good. finish Xenoblade and just go right into Soul Hackers. Yeah, yeah, we're we're eating good. Oh boy, and Live Alive. It's just a it's yeah. just a See, summer that one we- summer of the weeb. The summer of weeb. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for Live Alive because all of that studio's other games have come to like b- between Octopath uh Bravely Default to those have both come to Steam like a year later so I, I think I'm just going to wait we we haven't talked uh, about the other uh like <laughs> Square just keeps yeah. announcing things on uh <laughs> storefronts by accident we didn't talk uh, about the fact that Tactics Ogre is indeed Oh yeah game. uh yeah which I I'm fucking ready, dude. Like after yeah. after uh, triangle strategy blowing my mind, I'm ready for like ah uh, just put an easy mode in. Yeah. Let me let me march over that game's bones, please. Like, <laughs> I just want to read a nice story that I occasionally have to interact with. <laughs> this is this is a true story. In 2011, when the PSP remake of Tactics Ogre came okay. out, and like. Metsuno like came out of retirement, like fucking you know worked on the whole thing with Square. Uh, I was so addicted to it and just getting my fucking wrecked by it though that I just played it everywhere. And I was at this amazing venue called Santos Party House uh, that is no longer in New York City. Santos Party House. Santos's Party House was a club founded by and managed by Andrew WK. <laughs> All and right, if, and if that sounds like a fucking fun place to hang out, it sure right. does. <laughs> but just, I went. Just, everyone's just doing split kicks. Yes, that was the entire place. I was there uh, to see a band called Rival Schools, uh, and yes, their first album was called United by Fate. Okay. Um, and I was in the middle of like the crowd at the back of the theater. And everybody's like screaming because rival schools hadn't played in years, and I still had my fucking PSP out taking turns <laughs> in Tactics Ogre at a Those show. Those they, they get you, man. Oh, I was I was like, yeah, oh god, I knew one more turn, one more turn, it's gonna be fine. Son of a bitch! Oh, this song kicks ass. One more turn. I can't figure out the calculator, but I knew I had. Mm. Oh, um, uh, DJ Rocks is in the chat. Devin, what's up, dude? That's awesome, uh, Devin. Devin is a good buddy. Uh, thanks for coming out, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I that. Uh, what else? Okay. I think other than Crisis Core, they also announced some like you can buy a ring for like three hundred dollars. Again, <laughs> like, it, like it looks cool. I'm not. They do that. I don't have three hundred dollars. Like have... that's why are you why NFTs? I don't know. You sell five hundred dollar pieces of jewelry. Yeah, dude. They also sell a fucking ten thousand dollar statue of Terra, 
Dude, I saw that, like, <laughs> freaking, they, they better get Sakaguchi out of retirement to hand-deliver that to my house for $17,000. You can't, you can't get Jesus that, Jesus Christ. The, the Gooch is it, busy. It's, it's, it looks real nice, though. Like, it's real big. You can't, Dave, I got bad news for you. Gooch is, Gooch is too busy playing Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, no, <laughs> There's you. You want to know. You want to know why uh, uh, Fantasian he hasn't been ported. Sakaguchi. He's just. He's he's gooching it. Oh my god! It's so good. <laughs> oh god. Uh, you oh, you got you have to play fourteen. I don't know, dude. Do dude. I? Don't don't it's, I haven't come on. You just you just gotta you, once you that first hundred hours once <sighs> you get past. <laughs> once you. It is Dave, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't think I don't think I have that in me anymore. I like <laughs> New Patreon New Patreon. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think we're I don't think we're ever gonna get that many listeners. No. Um Um Alright, so I want I want before we wrap it up. I want to hear some predictions about what you think is going to happen in Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I want, I want you know how fucking Nomura it got. I want to know what you think. How Nomura okay, is it going to get? People say Nomura. I mean, okay, let I, me. It's, okay, yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's Nojima. I was just going to say like, it got so he Nojima. He also wrote Kingdom Hearts one and two. I know. So, I know. It's him. It's him. Nomura right. just does the belts. You're, you're just, he's only the belt guy. Like I mean, like, he is. I, I played Stranger of Paradise. He's it's Nojima all the way down. He's Nojima's enabler, though. Okay, like, yes. like yes. that's that's what he is. Like he's he's allowing this to happen. Yes. <laughs> like he, Tetsuya Nomura is David Gilmore. and Roger Waters topical references, keeping <laughs> Sid Barrett upright on stage. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, everybody. Sid Barrett this metaphor. Fucking, fucking. Uh, Sid Barrett is definitely Nojima, and okay. it's uh, Yoshinori Katase and Tetsuya Nomura, or okay. Roger Waters and Roger uh, and uh, David Gilmore. Okay, we did it, everybody. And, okay. <laughs> and, and, and Advent Children the is the wall. Um. Uh, yeah, I, man. So what do you think, what do you I, what do you I think? think? I think they're going to fully lean in because it's called what it's rebirth right? right yeah it's like i i think that there will be beats that are similar but i think it is a fundamentally different game oh absolutely i i think i think like we get i think and like they show it there at the beginning like i thought those like shots of nibelheim with cloud and sephiroth just like that looks so fucking awesome it looks so fucking awesome and i think that you'll get like a very traditional Nibelheim uh, story. I do I do think it'll be interesting. Like I don't like obviously I don't think like Aerith doesn't die. Like no <laughs> like that's no. not gonna happen. I I but I think someone else might. I so do I. And so here this is why I wanted to go down this vein. I am not yeah, fucking by, by the around. way spoilers for remake. For, yeah spoilers for remake. It has it like it it's not on everything, but it's it's been out for a long enough time. I'm I'm laying it out there. Here's the my idea- pr- my prediction. Okay. My, pr- my prediction for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I think Cloud dies. 
I think Cloud dies, and the story is about Zack saving the planet with Aaron at the end. Because he was supposed to. Because he was supposed to. And I think that is where this goes. I think Cloud beefs it. You heard it here first, everybody. Uh, the continue, continue podcast calling it. If anybody wants to take that bet, yeah. I think Cloud fucking dies at the at the end of Final Fantasy Rebirth, flat out, and Zack fails to save him. Especially because, like, I, I feel like it, you could you could probably use the same logic as to why Nintendo is like put a bunch of effort into remaking Skyward Sword. Sure. Because they are connecting Skyward Sword's lineage with Breath of the Wild, and you'll probably see more of that in Breath of the Wild too. I think that's why they, like, they, it's come up in multiple interviews, and with this reunion for Crisis Core, like, Zack is being made to be a much more important part of this. Yeah. And like, oh, like it's spo- more spoilers because I, I think a lot of people didn't play Integrate. I think it doesn't. I don't see it discussed. I, I mean, Punk Rock Bob in the chat. Don't touch my okay. girl Yuffie. Oh, you, you, you don't think anyone played the DLC to a game <laughs> on a console that ten people own? Yeah. I mean, that's not true. A lot of people have PS5s, but still, like, not a whole lot of people own, and also only on the Epic Game Store, which like PC game people are very weird about. Yeah. They really are weird about it. They're real. There's, like, not to get too yeah, not to not but, to be, but weird. also like a lot of people are like weirdly like like xenophobic, like anti-China about it. And it's like, dude, Facebook has way more of your data than they ever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. fucking, it's a video game store. Like, you're fine. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't think a lot of people played it. Yeah, and at the end, because it is only on PS, it is only on PS5. The ending. Uh, spoilers, everybody. If you haven't played Integrate and you don't want to know about it, just cover your ears. Go la 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 la. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at the end, like it goes to the whole crew is on the road to Nibelheim, and it's an awesome scene. Barrett is being his very charming self, and um, like it flashes to Zach in Midgar going back to the church to like yes. see Aerith. And he he is very much alive and like like seeking Extremely. them out to hang out. Like he's like, "Oh, I'm meeting up with the crew. I'm going to find Cloud. I'm going to find Aerith. Like I know I got him to safety here and it's it's happening." So I think fucking Cloud's going to beef it. Beef it hard. There you go. It's gonna be a different boy with a big sword on that last game. Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 like the the way that I see it playing out is like the game. And again, this is all pure speculation. <laughs> like I have no idea. It's funny. We got the inside like, track. I, we yeah, just keep, the, uh, we, we keep going to uh, Nojima's house on the weekends and yeah, he's, loaded. he's he's Ultros, completely <laughs> different character, a completely different game, but he's gonna be in it too. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm into uh, but uh, no, I th- I think we're gonna see like it's like the game's gonna be split into two, not like split into two halves, but like like half the game you'll be playing as Cloud and half you'll be playing as Zach, and like both stories converge at the end. I buy that when when Aerith beefs it, yo, or supposedly, and <laughs> then because yeah, like the the thing. 
like most of Final Fantasy VII happens on that first disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most of the, like the big story beats. I mean, like disc, th- there's the, really nothing on the third disc except the ending and like side yeah. quest shit. Like yeah, and the second disc there's a lot of stuff, but like. I don't know. Like honestly, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of cutscenes, man. Filler. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah we're cool not. Stuff, I don't. I don't like. There's like. I. I don't think we're getting the submarine guys. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't think we're getting. I like. I think we'll get like mini game that'll show back up. Like, you know, we're gonna get snowboarding though. We're gonna get snowboarding. I think. I don't think that this crew and their sense of humor is going to miss the opportunity to cram Red 13 into a sailor suit. Like, <laughs> you'll get that. I, You'll probably get that. Why would they take that away from us? <laughs> I just, like, my question is, like, what are they going to do with the music? Because I feel like they, they already hit, like, most of that soundtrack really hard with the yeah, first game. Well, you know? I, I think a couple of things. I think, number one, I think Masashi Hamazu is going to come back and, you know, do a lot of the other remaining themes. But I also think they're going to, like, set Hamazu loose uh, and just be like, make the new shit, dude. Uh, which, thank God, because he is the best living video game composer. P- pound for pound. I'm, I'm committing to it. Better than Yasunori Matsuda. Uh, man, we haven't, ta- we haven't well, talked about Chrono Cross that much. I finished Chrono Cross Remastered. Yeah? But, um, Does, it holds up? Man, I love that game. It's just... bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most, like, earnest, strange thing in the goddamn world. Man, I this this game is terrible. No, I hate like <laughs> the Mega Man invisible jumping block puzzle things are the worst. But like I was sitting here and I was like, why is this so terrible? And I was like, oh, it's because Wily Wars has the worst input lag of any Mega Man in history. And it's not like because I'm playing like this is going through a frame meister. Like I should I I should be getting pinpoint precision. <laughs> it's just that this game is still, horrible. Still introduces a few frames of lag, dude. Oh man. Yeah. And, well, and the, are are you using a wireless controller? I am using a wireless controller. Are, is, and, yeah. and you're playing on an HD TV, so like, I'm, yeah, I, the odds are stacked against me. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's bring it home. Who caused this to happen, Dave? <laughs> Who's at fault? Who's, uh, for for our summer vacation shenanigans, uh, our Patreon backers, Patreon.com/slash/continuepodcast uh, is our Patreon. You can help support the show. Uh, it allows us to ramble incoherently every couple of weeks. Uh, deal with the fact that you're a bad person for enabling us. You're as bi- you're as bad as Tetsuri and Amora letting. Kazuhige Nojima do his shit. Dude, have you played Strangers of Paradise yet? Okay, I keep stalling out. And I I think, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to me after Triangle Strategy, but I have not been able to like get into anything since finishing Triangle Strategy. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I you know, I didn't Did finish... Did you, you put it on easy? I put it on easy. I enjoy okay. it. I like, I enjoy running the gamut and listening to Jack swear at people. Um, but like, yeah, man, I, like, I didn't finish Ghostwire. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't finish it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I just sort of, a drawn a blank generally. You, I, know what I, you, you know what you need? You need a Steam Deck. I need co- Cosmos. So, 
so you can play them portably. I need... I have been crushing... Like I said <laughs> before we started recording, the I have been crushing my backlog, dude. <laughs> I need... It is... You just curl up on a couch and... Anyway. Um, okay, backers. <laughs> God damn it. Um, you are responsible for these digressions. Uh, Josh, Jamie, Souza, John Belf, Toast, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Slevin, uh, Lucky Number Slevin, uh, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Pete, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is the all-time greatest Photoshop that I ever put on Twitter, which was Final Fantasy Slevin. And it's fucking <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hartnett's head on cloud. I I regret nothing. I, I DJ Wox is yelling at me to say where the Patreon is again. It's patreon.com slash continue podcast. There you go. That's also, you- podcasts and pe- podcast places wherever your podcasts are served <laughs> wherever your pods are casted uh sold separately i actually uh, this is this is Lyra's new favorite thing she wants to watch old 80s toy commercials 80s and 90s toy commercials she wants me to tell her about what toys from the 80s and 90s sucked and then she wants to go find the commercials for that this okay. all came, this all came out of a, a day where I was singing the My Buddy theme in the car. <laughs> my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, and me, and I was like, "Oh, it was this thing that looked like a satanic." Doll. I'm pretty sure that My Buddy and Kid Sister dolls caused the satanic panic. That's where it all came yeah. from. Yeah. Um, but I so we we were watching those, and I had to explain to her the other day. She kept asking, "What does sold separately mean?" And it's just like this old fucking remnant yeah. of like one of like like she stumbled on a, a like one of the many corpses left it in cap left in capitalism's wake, and was like, "What is this desiccated husk? What was its purpose?" And I had to be like, "Oh God, hey, oh. like an archaeologist sifting through ruins, Ozymandias <laughs> written on a fucking wall." Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot Based that I need upon to. Based my works of despair. A lot of, a lot I have to. Battery is not included. <laughs> Part of this complete breakfast. What? So odd. Um. Yes. Anyway, everybody, uh, thank you so much for backing the show. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Uh, your your backer dollars this month. Uh, will on our next episode in two weeks we will be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge because I put Neon a, White too. I just oh got yeah, that. dude. I didn't know that Neon White was a Ben Esposito game. I'm gonna play dude, the dude, shit out of that. Dude, it it fucking rules i'm like i i played about like an hour of it today and it's oh, it's so smooth that's and the awesome. music it's like it's like hey it's the 90s and drum and bass is back yes yes that's what yes. i want to hear also also steve bloom voices the main character it's like you're watching toonami oh i can't all over I'm, again i'm in, in video game form i'm in in every way that a human being can be in i am in apparently switch version runs real good too oh does it load oh, i yeah that's always my concern these days is like does it load properly yeah, like like uh, the Game Informer review, I think mentioned that like they got Switch code late, but it runs at sixty frames a second. Um, 
the preferred PC because you get the mouse and keyboard, obviously, mm. and it's like kind of built for speed running. But like I like I was playing on <clears throat> Steam Deck and like controllers are controls are fine. I just controllers realized that we had this entire show and I'm wearing my fucking Uniqlo Final Fantasy shirt like a goddamn weeb. Dude, dude, dude. I'm wearing oh, the same one. The same one that Katasi was wearing on the stream. Utter, utter Apparently. weeb town here on Continue Podcast. This is this is why Susan wasn't here. She knew what was happening. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna sit this one out." All right, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out. You can follow us at Twitter.com/slash/ContinuePod. You can follow me at a John Agnello. You can obviously follow us on this Twitch channel where we, as we discussed at the top of the show, we'll be doing more of this uh, as as we can. Uh, Dave, where can people find you? On Twitter at David Robots. Uh, also here. Also here. Hanging uh, out I'm, here. I'm. I'm also. I, I will be guesting on another podcast in a couple weeks. But oh, that's I, I will, cool. I will keep that hush hush until that's done. I see. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. You can also follow our, our third our, our third chair, Susan Art at Susan Art on Twitter. Um, yeah, everybody, we'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Enjoy your Goodbye. beginning of summer. <laughs>